meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. As my friend Carmen would say, it's some kind of thing. It's some kind of thing to be sitting in an office you've known for 12 years, in a desk chair that has molded itself just right to your very backside. It's some kind of thing. Except that over the last week, you have denuded that office of all the things that have made it a room of your own. Pictures are down. The files are all cleared out. The books have been boxed up and taped shut and shipped off. The phone message has been changed and the email out of office has been set to goodbye. The only thing left of me is the tank of guppies that will belong to the next resident of that office because fish tanks are hard to move. And the me-shaped dent in the chair. It is some kind of thing to be sitting in that office and in that way and to look down at the reading for today and hear the voice of my Savior say, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid? (laughs) That's the gospel reading for today? (laughs) Of all the days? I'm not sure if with that gospel reading I'm supposed to thank God for low-hanging fruit or if I'm supposed to shake my fist at the sky for a reading that hits just a little too close to home. Do not be afraid. Because I, up here, in this pulpit that has come to fit me over the last 12 years almost as much as that rump-sprung chair I am very afraid. I am grateful and I am excited and I am anticipating. And I'm afraid. I'm afraid of all the right things. I'm afraid of this new congregation and I'm afraid of their very funky pulpit that they have. And I'm afraid of their unfamiliar staff. I'm afraid of the unknown. I'm afraid of not being known. I'm fearful. And I know that you're afraid too. I know that. I know that because you've said it with and behind your kind words and your beautiful notes to me over the last weeks. I can hear it. You are afraid that this church that you've come to know may no longer exist. You are afraid that the next priests coming in will not love you in the way that those are leaving, who are leaving you have loved you. You are afraid that your stories, your secrets, your loved ones will be forgotten. And you too are afraid of the unknown and of not being known. Jesus is talking straight to me in this morning's gospel as I pack my boxes and prepare to learn a new place, as I learn new names and new faces and new customs. Jesus is talking straight to me as I figure out how to be known 
on how to be loved. And my dear, dear friends, Jesus is talking straight to you, too. As you welcome new priests into this fold, as you search for your next leader, as you introduce them to this bold and blessed community, and as you learn their faces and their customs. Jesus is talking straight to you as you learn to love your new priests and as you remember that you are quite lovable in return. And that very clear voice that our Savior often employs we hear ringing across 2,000 years, do not be afraid. And so, while it's a difficult instruction to carry it out, carry it out we must. We must let go of our fear. We must listen to it, hear its wheedling voice telling us all the things that might could go wrong, and then we must pack it up and send it along, right next to its friends' anxiety and despair. <laughs> and we must. We must. But here's what else I know about our Bible. Those times when God and the angels have shown up to remind us to release our fears? When God spoke to Moses and Aaron? When Gabriel spoke to Mary at the Annunciation? When the angels spoke to the women at the tomb? When Jesus appeared to the disciples in that upper room, they said, do not be afraid. Knowing that it was exactly the primary emotions washing over the one standing there, witnesses to something, something new that was about to happen. Because in all of these and all the other times in scriptures when we have been admonished to let go of our fears, it was because fear was standing in the way. Standing in the way of something well beyond what our limited human imaginations can conceive Freedom for the captives, new life in the incarnation, conquering of death in the resurrection. These things happen when we let go of our fear. And so, and so now it is our time to witness to the awesome power of God before us waiting for us to give up that armor of fear in order to see what in the world, what in heaven, will come next. Because if we are willing to let it be, it will be glorious. And furthermore, in our gospel this morning, the instruction to give up our fear is not the end of the lesson. Lest we think our work is done when we have freed ourselves from fear and anxiety, Jesus reminds us that this is not an invitation to relax. This is an invitation to be released from fear and then replace it with something else. Readiness. We are not just 
freed from fear. We are freed for work that needs to be done in order to accept a kingdom being offered to us. These in-between times are preparation, not just for waiting idle. These are the times when we clean house, physical and spiritual. We polish and we shine and we build our programs and we build our hearts. We get ready for the next thing. Whether we know what it is, as I do, or whether it is yet unknown, as it is for you. This is the in-between time when we are readying ourselves for whatever it is that God has in store for us. Here at All Saints, Martha is leading the charge of that work with her own marvelous concoction of grace and humor and fearlessness. Follow her lead. She will help you make this house ready to receive the gifts God is releasing into it. Meanwhile... With your prayers and blessings, I'm readying my own spiritual house by giving deep and abiding thanks for the years I have spent here, for the patience you have shown me while I've grown, for the challenge you have offered me when we disagree, for the myriad ways which you have made me and become part of me and part of my family. I am giving thanks to God for offering me this opportunity to participate in the kingdom being made for 12 glorious years. And I'm getting ready for the next adventure. A piece of my heart will always reside here, and I ask that you please take good care of it. And I will hold and protect the pieces of each of you that I carry with me. Here our paths diverge, my friends. Let's look down our own roads ahead with joyful anticipation, with open hearts, and in the sight of God who loves us eternally. Let us not, not ever, be afraid. Amen.